you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me here today is Connor DiBiase. Connor, welcome back. Yeah, today we are doing top 20 fantasy running backs PPR. That PPR is very, very important. Um, And Connor, are you ready to go? This is a uh, consensus list between Connor and myself, so... This list accurately represents our views together, not necessarily our views individually. Um, First off, we have Jonathan Taylor. He was the number one running back last year. He's fantastic. He did a lot of things right. He played every single game. Um, But generally, that means that the next year, he may not be the number one running back. Um, He had a lot of rushing yards last year, a lot of rushing attempts. I think the biggest yeah. thing for Taylor was he had the most red zone rushing attempts of all time, um, which is something you really don't expect to keep up now that they have an actual quarterback as well. Um, so he'll get 10 plus rushing touchdowns for sure. Um, he had 11 running back one performances. Uh, which is better than McCaffrey's 2019 and Todd Gurley's 2018. Um, one of the best fantasy running back performances ever. Um, but you have to expect with now having Matt Ryan, um, you have to expect production to go down, mm-hmm. mostly in the touchdown department. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like Jonathan Taylor this year. Um, and he's our number one simply because of what he did last year. Um, but, right, but but I, there are a lot of arguments that I think you can make about him not being one. Um, but at the same time, Jonathan Taylor is an excellent player. Um, and, and, you know, who's to say that he can't have a similar performance to last season? Probably not as good, but he can still have a number one running back in the league performance for you. Like, he's probably going to be very solid. He may not be as explosive, but he's going to put up solid points, though, Connor. Yeah, for sure. Um, at number two, um, and this is an interesting – well, I mean, it's not interesting. It's just this guy has been injured a lot, but if he can stay healthy, you know he's going to be just so good, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey doesn't feel like um, he's going to – be injured so far through camp. It's not like the injuries he's had are repeat injuries and they're going to hold him out longer. Um, in the last two years, 
uh, he finished as a top six running back in eight out of his 10 starts, um, including ones where he got injured during the game and only played half of it. Um, obviously, if you've had him on your team the last couple of years, I know I traded for him last year, thinking he'd make a return after he first got injured. You don't want to take him just because you know the injury concern is there. But personally, if he's healthy, I have him as my running back one. Um, I think by far in PPR, he'll get the most points in the league uh, if he can be healthy. And obviously, that's a big concern. A lot of people want to stray away from that, especially if you've had him. But I just can't turn down McCaffrey at 1-2 um, or 1-3, depending on where he gets taken. Honestly, he he's probably like a case of where like some people in your league are gonna have buyer's remorse with him. Like, there, I mean, the past few years, if you've had the number one pick, like you picked Christian McCaffrey, and assuming that hasn't been like the same person the past few years, you're probably gonna have a few people who are gonna be like, listen, I already went through this season with McCaffrey, and and look what happened. So I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna do it again. So he and mostly, what's his ADP right now? What? 103. So he's the third pick, but I feel like in some leagues, he's definitely going to drop. In a lot of leagues, he's the second pick. Both Henry and Eckler are 104. Mm-hmm. He's not a 102 running back. Uh, so, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, McCaffrey, there's no doubt what he can do on the field. The question is, is how much time can he spend on the field? Um and, and, you know, I mean, to be fair, and Connor made this point during the, during the, like the conversation about where we're putting the guy, putting everyone, you know, all these running backs have injury risk. I mean, if you look at this list last year, two, four, uh, Dalvin Cook definitely missed some games. Um, like a bunch of these guys missed games. Like I can't, I can't, you know, and, and that was last year I and mean, the year before you talk about it. I think Joe Mixon missed some games. Dalvin Cook missed some games. Sorry? Joe Mixon always misses some games. Yeah, so it's like it's like this happens quite often. Um, so, you know, you're going to have to take a risk anyways. Um, at number three, um, we have Austin Eckler. And, you know, last year I had the opportunity to pick Jonathan Taylor and I picked Zeke over him. I also didn't pick Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon because I had them the year before and they sucked. Um, And now they're top 10 running backs. Um, Austin Eckler, he's fantastic. He does a lot well. He's not necessarily a workhorse running back, but in PPR, he's just so valuable because of the amount of passes he catches. Um, um, And also the big thing going into last year of why he wasn't a top pick anyways after his 20. one season is the touchdowns where people were scared about his touchdown production, but he did end up having 20 touchdowns. Right. Um, and had one of the best red zone seasons in the, in the league. Yeah, no, he was, uh, he was awesome last year. So I really, I, I loved, <laughs> I loved watching him play. I love, I hated not having him on my team. If that makes sense. Like that was, that was unfortunate, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of upside with Austin Eckler. I feel like he's also pretty consistent. I feel like you know what you're going to get with Austin Eckler. He's not really going to surprise you many weeks 
with a bad performance. I feel like he's pretty consistent. Um, the Chargers have upgraded their offensive line, second year with Brandon Saley. So I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of good stuff, right, Connor? Austin Eckley usually is the fourth running back off the board. Um, but I'd be willing to take him three. I'd be willing to take him two, maybe, um, depending on what kind of team I want to have. Um, but, yeah, he's a great player. Mm-hmm. At four, we have Derrick Henry. Um, and, and I think we all know why. I mean, Derrick Henry is an absolute beast. He's going to get carries. He's going to get yards. He's going to have monster games. Um, he's not great in PPR just because he doesn't catch that many passes. Um, Even in PPR, he, he had six running back one performances in low to start the years. Three of those were number one overall finishes. He was on 464 carry pace through week seven before he got injured. Um, right. And, I mean... Derrick Henry is arguably in PPR and standard in either the best producing running back in the league, if healthy. Right. Um, he's basically that whole offense. Um, and I think he's going to come back. Tough. I mean, honestly, I think he comes back this year stronger than, than any year, right? I mean, that's kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah, to me, it's just the foot injury is so tough. Um, for a huge guy like him, mm-hmm. uh, especially one that runs significantly more than anyone else in the league, right? Um, that you just worry about about that health. Um, PPR as well. He's not a pass catching running back. Um, you have to worry about production. But they lost AJ Brown. You think they're going to go to the run probably more, arguably, right? Um, than before, they might you might see a thing where, especially guys off injury like this, they end up um, kind of going to to other running backs more to limit his workload. Right, definitely, definitely a concern. Something something to watch out for as well. Yeah, like Hassan Haskins, I think they have mm-hmm. over there. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's Derrick Henry. He's the best running back in the league um, in terms of just skill and, and performance. And then in fantasy, he's right up there. Absolutely. Um, okay, at number five, we have Joe Mixon. Um, and he's excellent as well. I mean, he does a lot of things right. He's, again, I like him a lot. I think he does. I mean, he's going to miss probably a couple games for you, as he typically does. But he gets rushing yards. He catches the ball outside the backfield. He gets touchdowns. Um, And if the Bengals are doing well, he's generally doing well. That he kind of awesome in the middle of the season. Yeah, Um, he had like twenty three plus fantasy points in five of six weeks in the middle of the season. There. and, I mean, you know they like their receivers there, but this team just puts up so many yards. Mixon gets a lot of carries and usually does a lot with them. He also gets um, some passes towards him. It, it's hard to not love Joe Mixon. Um, 
just because, I mean, obviously he's missed a couple of games, but he played the full season last year. Right. And was awesome and definitely could could go higher uh, than his ADP at 111. Um, he had the third most carries in the league, fifth most red zone touchdowns, fourth most touchdowns total. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started to, to kind of, and this was with a slow beginning to the season as well. Right. So the Bengals kind of figured things out with that team and then made the run towards the second half. Um, and I expect them to come in with that same sort of offense that worked so well in that second half of last season in which he was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's excellent. I think he does. He is very good, I think. I just, I don't know. I, I, I like him a lot. I think he's just, I mean, I think all these guys are good. I mean, I think that Joe Mixon, though, has, his injury risk is probably lower, though, than some of these guys above him. Yeah, uh, I, I'd say his injury risk pulling a full season and most missing two three games like big injuries like he's probably gonna miss a a couple games but not in in a major way it's definitely less than henry less than mccaffrey um for sure i'd say less than the next guy as well for sure yeah dalvin cook misses a lot of games every season but if he stays healthy i mean he's a top three running back possibly i mean he's so good but i also am down on dalvin cook this year because I think that there's going to be a lot more passing in Minnesota. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. However, that could open up the running game. I mean, you never know how that kind of thing turns out, right? Um, has... Sorry, repeat that, Connor. Next season, you have six, one of seven. Whoever you are there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's... Uh, I would draft... Alexander Madison in the last round of your draft. Oh, yeah. If you take Cook, draft Madison, just in case. That's what I did. Yeah, last year I had I, I didn't actually draft Cook. I drafted Madison, though. I also drafted Zeke and Tony Ballard. So that ended up sucking because... Yeah, no, the, that didn't make sense. Oh. Pollard's not like a backup. I thought Zeke could... I thought, two-headed monster thought, I thought Zeke would go down, though. Or if he did. Um, but yeah, Dalvin cook, I mean, he, he is excellent. And if he can stay on the field, I think his point, I think he'll probably be averaging a little bit less than, than in past years, but maybe that will keep him healthier, Connor, maybe cause he won't be running the football as much. He'll be having a little more gas in the tank. You know, I don't know. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that could prevent him from getting injured. So we'll see. Um, at seven, we have Najee Harris, and I think that this year the the volume will go down. Obviously, it kind of has they have to. Said, yeah, they, they, Mike Tomlin said the volume will go down. He got a ridiculous uh, amount of carries last year. But but I think that the offensive line is improved, so I think that while the volume will go down, he'll still be scoring more points. Yeah, I, I don't know if Mitch Trubisky will be a. a Deeper throwing quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> would be because Ben Roethlisberger couldn't really throw it that, that far last Ben year. Roethlisberger couldn't uh, throw it, period. And got Najee Harris so many targets like, mm-hmm. on screen passes. Um, but 
they have a very good receiving core over there. Like Mitch Trubisky can be on his game like he was in his All Star season. Um, you definitely get to see his. How crazy is that? Go down. How crazy is that to say Mitch Trubisky was a Pro Bowler? Mitch Trubisky had the most money on him out of any player to win MVP in the 2019 season. I know that's wild. And then he just <laughs> it was like it was like it was like you're 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 sitting with an ace. Yeah, yeah, he got Matt. He got Matt Nagy. Yeah. Don't say that much. But now is he gonna get Matt Canada? <laughs> We'll see. I, I just don't see Najee keeping his production when it was last year. Uh, and that's the reason I, I draft some other guys over him. Right. Um, I agree. But he's definitely going to get you your points. He's going to be consistent. And I, I think he might be getting more touchdowns this year. I think that's the one thing he kind of lacked last year. No? Um, I feel like he didn't have I mean, that many touchdowns. Yeah, he, he wasn't a crazy touchdown guy. He'll still get some, but. Um, yeah, that red zone offense was really freaking terrible for the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, 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 yeah, the biggest thing about Najee Harris's games is he got over 300 carries or over 90 targets. Um, but he also had the second lowest yards per carry among all among rookie running backs with 1,200 rushing yards ever. Mm-hmm. Um then again, Ladainian Tomlinson was also down there, and he turned out pretty well. But you just worry about this own line. You worry about how much uh, touches, how much wear and tear is already already on him before the season. And yeah, you worry about injury because he's played so damn much as a rookie. Right. Uh, that this, it's just risky. There's a lot of things to consider. Let's just put it that I way. Have, I have him as a running back one. But uh, I wouldn't draft him in the first round, personally. Yeah, he's he's definitely going to be uh, uh, an interesting pick for sure. Um, at number eight, we have DeAndre Swift, and I love DeAndre Swift, Connor. Uh, you know me; I love DeAndre Swift. Um, I think DeAndre Swift is a top five running back in terms of just talent. Um, yeah, he is. He touch, just, I mean, he's had the injury bug. Jamal Williams is still there, I guess. Um, but he's one of the best pass catchers at the position. Um, he has 100, recept- 100 plus receptions and 50 touchdowns in his first two years. Um, he's so good out of the backfield. That far. Right. He- uh, I'm a big Swift guy this year. He's so good out of the backfield. And, like... I think that the Detroit Lions offensive line is ridiculous. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. So he has a lot of support around him, plus a quarterback who's really not going to be winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, that quarterback is not going to be winning games through – like, Jared Goff's not going to be throwing the ball for 300 yards every game. You know, maybe once or twice during the season, but – I doubt more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, DeAndre Swift's going to have a big role anyways, both running. And I think that the style of offense that Detroit wants to play, right, seems to me to be 
a, a smash mouth football. Like they want to run the football. That's what Dan Campbell wants to do. Right. I mean, that's the impression that I get. Yeah. How are you going to get at the kneecaps if you're not running the football? Exactly. You, if you ain't smashing kneecaps, what are you doing? Like, just smash them. Get those kneecaps out of here. Um, but seriously, I like DeAndre Swift. He has a lot of upside. And um, I think you can get him at a, in interesting positions throughout the draft. So I I, I personally, I love him. Sorry? Uh, if you had pick 11, pick 12. And he's on the board? I would take him in one of my two picks there, either on the turn or not. I love him. I, I had a 10-teamer. Um, I went swift mixing on my turn and then got oh, that, that was nasty i remember that that was, i remember you telling me about that it was nasty Connor. But yeah i mean i i am i'm high on swift this year i would take him uh, as early as 110 um but going past i'd take him i mean if he gets to you um if you get like one of the top wide receivers if justin jefferson falls to you at like one nine, one ten, one eight. Uh, and look for a guy like Swift on the turn. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, by the way, stellar. We'll get to him soon. Um, all right, next up, Alvin Kamara. Um, he's pretty good too, right, Connor? I mean, the the games he may miss is the only concern with him, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he's facing suspension right now. Who knows what it's going to be if the Deshaun Watson thing is anything that means no one's going to get a very long suspension uh but i mean he had a down year for sure mm-hmm. um but he still led running backs in target share uh they, the saints started 13 different offensive linemen last year um which is just abysmal um he played with four different qbs uh, none of which besides Winston, who are actually good. <laughs> like, they all suck. Like, that team had so many issues last year, and Kamara was still solid. Um, uh, I, I'd be very high on him. He'd be a running back three, running back four for me if he didn't have the suspension looming. Uh, just because I don't think he has. That suspension player. looming Even is. Even his low production was still a top of running back one performance. Right. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting, to say the least, how how, how and where he turns up. Um, I don't know. I think that... If you get a solid... If you get a, a consistent, solid guy in the first round, Davin Kamara's draft stock right now is about 209 ADP. 209? Um, 209. And he's going at the end of the second round, mostly. Wow. Here's what I think. Here's what I think, personally. If you get Alvin Kamara, you need to have a solid running back and you need to get that flex. Like you need to have solid players who can kind of get you through that first part of the season if he is suspended because you don't want to be in a hole and then he comes back and have to dig out of it, right? But you also most definitely take uh, – I, I didn't look at the Saints depth chart – either Mark Ingram or Tony Jones, whoever they put as their running back to. Bro, it's got to be Tony Jones. Mark Ingram is so old. Really? Okay, here it is. Tony Jones is the running back six. What? Devine Ozigbo is the running back three. I have no idea. It's Dwayne Washington four. But yeah, I'd take Mark Ingram in one of the last rounds of your draft. He'll be there. 
uh, in terms of just just having a, a safety net, mm -hmm. uh, depending on the suspension. Yeah. At number. Andy Dalton. So he, he's good at passing the money back. That's true. Out, you got Andy Dalton. <laughs> And then at number 10, Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones this year. I think he has so much upside. I mean, without Devontae Adams, I feel like he's the biggest threat on the team. Right? Yeah. Uh, he, he got, uh, I'm, I'm also pretty high on Aaron Jones. Uh, I, I'd even take him in the first round, the other turn, if a couple other guys are off the board. Um, but I, I, he usually drops further in the second round. Um, he, he had a high bus percentage last year. Um, they clearly want AJ Dillon to get a lot of first, second round carries as well. Um, right. But overall, he's got to get uh, a lot of receptions. Uh, he finished in the top 12 last year. He got a lot of red zone touches. Um, Aaron Rodgers obviously doesn't have Devontae Adams. Uh, which means either that he'll lean on Emma Jones, who was maybe his second favorite receiving target last year, past couple of years, <sighs> they just run it more mm -hmm. uh, with that loss, uh, and, and you can't turn down Jones's value. Yeah, I mean AJ Dillon is a concern, and it seems like they continuously want to get him like in in the game even more and more every year. So he's definitely gonna have to watch out for him for sure. But I, I I like Aaron Jones overall. At number eleven, we have Nick Chubb. No more Kareem Hunt. The and and this is the worst thing about running backs when you have a really good running back at their at their one. Kareem Hunt is there, and they told him they're not trading him. Um, well, so we'll see what happens. That that's what brings down his value. And if you end up drafting, and you know. That Kareem Hunt is still on the team, and this is like in September. Nick Chubb's value's got to fall a little bit. Like with that, with Kareem Hunt, his value is just not as high because he's fantastic, but Kareem Hunt takes away so much from him. Connor, yeah, um, I, I still think he's great without Kareem Hunt. He's, in my opinion, the best running back in the league skill-wise, um, but for PPA, he doesn't get that many receptions. Um, obviously, there were some injury concerns uh, that, that you don't really know where you want to go with him. Um, I'm still quite high on, on Nick Chubb. Uh, I think he's very good, um, but we'll, we'll kind of see uh, the, the uh, Kareem Hunt news is a lot to, to kind of wait on to see if, if he will be uh, good, I guess, if he's good to go, if you don't want to take him because Hunt's there or whatever the deal may be. Uh, just keep a lookout for that. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, he since 2018, he trails only Derrick Henry in rushing yards. He finishes a running back one in the last three years. Um, he, yeah, he's only averaging 24 receptions per year. Um, especially with Deshaun Watson being suspended, you're going to see him get a lot of yeah. in the 
beginning of the season. But might be a sell high guy in the middle of the season as well. Right. Uh, and at the end of the season, he's not going to be so good. So you really should look to sell him because. Not necessarily. I mean, well, if the. He's going to get his carries, especially if Kareem Hunt's not there. I'm not selling Right. Him. But if the, if the price is right, Connor, at, at the middle of the season, someone's offering you a package. I, I'd be willing to buy him in the middle of the season. If it, if he has like the first game to Sean Watson gets back, he has a bust of a game, and, and guys are, are, are bullshit like don't want him there. Um, oh well, you can't you can't base it off of one game. Who does that? Though you, you're looking at a thing where Sean Watson's back. You already knew this would happen, and then he has a bad game. Uh, I and this is a guy who needs to compete now. I'd be willing to throw some some maybe boom running backs at him that you drafted later. Um, this is fair. All right, moving on. We have Leonard Fournette at 12. Um, I think he's going to be good. He's going to he's gonna be solid, but he doesn't have that, that RB1 potential, I don't think. Yeah, he was RB1 last year. Um, from weeks 4 to 15, he was the running back 3 in all of football. Um, he had a ton of receptions. He had five receptions per game, so PPO is great. Um, but it's a thing where the the Bucks are kind of a, a, a known in terms of um, what kind of offense they're going to bring. Obviously, they added more receivers. They drafted a running back in the third round. And Giovanni Bernard is healthy, so he's yeah, definitely – They have Gio Bernard. They still have Keyshawn Vaughn. Somehow, um, the old line is definitely worse than it was last year. Yep, um, which is just worrisome overall. Unless I sign JC Treader, production Fournette's going to have what kind of share of the carries he's going to have, and it's kind of an unknown that it, it drops him. In yeah, I agree. At 13, we have Javante Williams. Um, we'll run through this really quick. Um, he's excellent. Great. He had the most broken tackles last year. Uh, the Javante Williams stock was at a sky high at the end of last season. Uh, and then they re-signed Melvin Gordon. And then it dropped. And then they signed Russ. And, and they for Russ. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things with Javante Williams uh, in keeper leagues, in, in like... Dynasty. Dynasty leagues. He was a top five running back. Uh, top ten running back, and then they did. They made these moves, and it just kind of dropped him off. I still think he'll be good. It's looking like a seventy thirty um, carry share is what's supposed to be expected. It was more like fifty five forty five last year. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah. Um, as we were saying, we got cut off, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I think you said he has a, a higher percentage of the carries this year, Connor. Expected to be 80 20. Now it's at like 70 30. But, but I think that it's going to be a larger share of a smaller pie. I don't think he's going to get, there's not going to be as many running plays for the Broncos this year as last year. Potentially. They did throw the ball a lot last year. To be fair, though, I think they'll score more. They'll be in the red zone more. So, you know, he'll probably get more touchdowns. I mean, I don't know. I think. I think Javante Williams will be good. I think he'll be one of the best running back twos in the league. I would not draft him as my running back one. Mm-hmm. At 14, we have Saquon Barkley. I mean, listen, yeah. 
He's so talented. And if he can stay healthy, he can put up points on the worst Giants team maybe ever. <laughs> yeah, it's just scary. Um, I mean, after after the bye, he was abysmal. Um, he averaged 3.7 yards per carry, only scored one touchdown. Finished inside the top 20 running backs once. Uh, which is really, really bad, but that team was really, really bad. Uh, they improved the O-line. They got a new head coach that will draw up QB Sneaks. draws on third and ten <laughs> yeah. by the yard line. And they were on five-yard line. Um, Saquon obviously has the receiving upside. He looks to be healthy at this point, uh, you'd hope. But there's still a lot of concern there. Uh, I am bullish on Saquon this Giants. year. I think my thoughts on Saquon are literally this. He's been injured every single year. So, I mean, he's got to have one season where he's not injured. I feel like that's this year. So, I, I, I'm bullish on Saquon this year. I like him. It's such a tough thing to say. Hey, I mean, wasn't that supposed to be last year? Uh, this year he's finally back and not injured. Hey, it's just, don't it's just make me, don't make me wrong, Connor. Don't don't even put that out into the universe, all right? Please, I want I want only good thoughts about Saquon's Barkley. Um. Okay, at fifteen we have Zeke Elliott. Um, and Zeke's pretty good. Yeah, Connor. I'm higher on Zeke than we have him at. Um... He obviously wasn't great rushing the ball. No, um, he wasn't, and I, I know a lot about that. Um, but he finished the year as the running back six last year. He was a league winner for where he was drafted. Running, uh, running back six is very good. Um, like, the, the sixth best in the league last year. Right. Uh, is a league winner. He had good value as a running back two. He, he feels like he can be a low-end running back one. Um, and he's going to be the dude. He looks great in his off-season workouts and everything. He he. It looks like he's going to he's going to be back rushing it better. And he also was very good receiving the ball last year, mm-hmm. uh, which is something he didn't really have too much in the game early in his career. Uh, that that I just I just like Zeke as uh, I mean getting him as your running back too. It's very strong. You can get him in the third round there. Um, mm-hmm. but I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be very happy getting him on my team. Um, for where he's drafted. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like Zeke. I just think that, like, I don't know, man. Every single year, his rushing total yards have gone down. Like, his touchdowns are lower. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I can't, I, I don't like Zeke this year. I think. He's a running back too, and if you expect him to be anything more, I think you're going to be disappointed. That's maybe there's some buyer's remorse there. It's possible, but I just I don't like I don't like Ezekiel Elliott. I'm sorry. Um, at six to me of James Conner. James Conner, here's his knock for me. He had an unprecedented amount of touchdowns last year, and I just don't think like based off of how much he was actually getting the ball. He had a lot of touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen again. 18 touchdowns is pretty damn solid for a guy you probably drafted in the seventh round. Right, but is he going to do that again this year? 
In the second most goal line carries, uh, he exceeded points added per rush. Um, like he, his points added per rush attempt was incredible, maybe the most among running backs. But he had only 750 rushing yards. Um, he had great performances when Kylie was out. Um, and the concern is, is like, is he going to have 18 touchdowns again this year? Like, probably not. He's probably not going to have over 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's hard to gauge about James Conner. For me. Yeah. So I think he's RB2, but he's a high risk. I think people understand that. the Where he gets his touchdowns from are not from rushing yards, which are pretty consistent year over year. It's touchdowns, which are more inconsistent year over year, especially given that he had 18, which is going to be a peak, right? He's not putting up 18 touchdowns this year, Connor. So I look at James Connor. I think there's a lot of risk in that. I honestly think he's a trap pick. I think if you pick James Connor in in the first two rounds, first three rounds, I mean, you're making a mistake, in my opinion. Um. Next up, we have Travis Etienne. He was injured all of last year, but I've heard he looks great in camp. Yeah, um, there is worry because James Robinson is also getting running back one carries in camp for them. Um, I don't know who they named on their unofficial depth chart. Let me just check quick. Um, yeah, let me check who their unofficial depth chart is for this season uh yeah so he is yeah so james robinson is technically the running back one mm-hmm. um going into the season but uh james robinson has had injury concerns he was all right last season or solid mm-hmm. um but his risk is so high and, and we expect travis Etienne to kind of take that role it to be at least a 50 50 um rush attempt share and etm to get a lot of passing work as well Mm -hmm. the whole reason was drafted was kind of how good he was in the passing game um and to draft him in the fifth round is just very very good he could end up just being their their slot receiver um we don't know what he could be that that, that's to put it simply we don't know what he could be the value is I love him. Myself to pass him down in the fifth round. I love I love him, Connor. Personally, I love him. Yeah, I'm a big ETN guy. I'm a big ETN guy too, and I was a big James Robinson guy. So it's kind of kind of interesting to see that. Um, at 19, we have Cam Akers. Um, just briefly, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about these guys, but Cam Akers, he's talented. Just a lot of competition in that running back room. Yeah, he was bad in the. Super Bowl last year, um, but you expect him to get 15 touches a game. Uh, expect him to be a low end running back too. Obviously, off the Achilles was scary, but he, he seemed fine. Yeah, he actually he seemed main, arguably main better. <laughs> he was awesome. The main issue is fumbling the ball, which isn't really a, a concern with an Achilles injury. So I wouldn't be out on him uh, there. You know, he he is a, he is stellar, isn't he? He's stellar. Um, 
And at 20, we have Antonio Gibson. Um, we, I'm, we honestly just threw him at the end of this list because I really wanted to talk about him. I mean, there, there are other guys who could go here. It's really because I personally love Antonio Gibson. I, I think he gets so much hate. I think he's good. I think he's so he good. He at 29 in points per game last year. I know, but I think – Even with even with J.D. McKissick missing like – I don't know, man. I, I just – I think that the offense – I know they have Carson Wentz, and I don't like Carson Wentz at all. Everyone here knows that. But Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz every day of the week. Carson Wentz is much better. Taylor Heineke was not – I mean, he wasn't supposed to be this starter. He was supposed to be Fitzpatrick. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think that Carson Wentz will bring stability. While they might not win games, because Carson Wentz will probably blow it at the end of it, they're still going to be competitive throughout games, right? I mean, remember, the Colts last year, that was when John the Taylor had his breakout season, right? He got a lot of passes from Carson Wentz. I don't want Antonio Gibson to be my running back, too. I would rather... He's a good flex option. Jacobs. He's a great flex option, though. Mitchell. But what about a flex? I'm not putting a running back in flex, really. There's far and few betweens. I'm putting a running back over wide receiver. That's true. No, you're right about that. That's a good point. Okay. All right. All right. But, I, I mean, I still do like him now. Still the running back one on a bad team. If he can do better in the red zone, he was abysmal. He was he was really bad. I think there's a lot of value there. I think there's a lot of unseen value and. You know who knows? I think he could be a bit. I think he can be a big hit this year. He also could be a bust. So just keep that in mind. I mean, but remember last year, Carl, didn't I say in the pre-episode? I think that John the Taylor is going to have a big season this year. I I was pretty good with my running back picks last year. Um, off of gut, maybe my order wasn't that good, but my gut instinct was pretty solid. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Anyways. Thank you to Connor for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back soon. Wide receivers up next. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.